And we are back to discuss more Mandalorian, this time with the most boring episode and least <laughs> favorite episode so far. I can't, I, I was, before wow. we started, I was telling Preston, you want to record this? Like, someone literally just messaged me, shout out to my boy, uh, Jimma, on uh, Patreon. Yeah. He literally just messaged me, no joke, like, what, a uh, couple hours ago, and he goes... Don't feel bad if your Mando season two episode two podcast is only five minutes long. That was some mindless shit. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is you thought it was boring because it was mindless. Somebody else would watch it. I'm not saying me, but someone else would watch it and they'd say, oh, it's an action. It's an action ad adventure. There was a lot of, you know, cool blaster fights and spiders and, you know, racing around in a canyon and stuff like that. Like, you know, to... It, you know, it's, I don't know. Do you find John Wick boring? You know, there's nothing to John Wick, right? I guess, but I just didn't care about what, like another side quest, literally another side quest. I mean, it's, they're all like, it's a whole, the whole series is side quest. Okay. Well, well yeah, <laughs> it's, it's well, but, but this was escort mission, right? Yes. Escort this was mission? escort mission. The other one was protect yeah. village. Um, yeah. Ah, but Protect Village was way more interesting. It had, you know, Boba Fett armor, uh, Cobb Vanth, who was pretty cool, Crate Dragon, also pretty chill. Yeah, I mean, we were we were a little hindered by the fact that the that, that Frog Woman uh, couldn't really speak. Um, I thought that once, you know, they rebuilt, she rebuilt the droid to communicate, that, you know, they would use the voice um, of that British comedian. Um, but... She only used it that one time, you know, but... Uh, well, not to mention, like, out of plot convenience for the whole episode, they can't go into hyperspace because her eggs would die, her children will die, yeah, or... Some, something like that. Yeah, I mean, transportation in Star Wars makes no sense, right? Like, no, absolutely no sense. Like, he's like, oh, we have to, we have to travel sub-light. And you're like, oh, so it's going to take you, you know... 50 years to get to the next system. Is that what we're saying? <laughs> I mean, I guess. Real quick, though, um, before I forget, uh, shout okay. out to uh, Mr. Guess I'm Kit on, on my Discord uh, channel. Um, he mentioned that the whole uh, Mandalorian mission last week for, you know, the, the, the Crate Dragon, that was actually from the 2003 game Knights of the Old Republic, uh, which first envisioned Tusken Raiders as the indigenous residents of Tatooine. And in that ah. same game, while you're on tattooing, you kill a much smaller crate dragon by baiting it with banthas and making it walk over bombs, and you claim its pearl to help make your lightsaber better. So, oh, interesting. Yeah. So. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's kind of a funny thing that because uh, we, I always thought that you know Jawas and Tusken Raiders would be you know, kind of the native people of of tattooing, but then there was this episode of The Mandalorian where Jawas were on a different planet. So, yeah, 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 right? yeah. So, I think they're so just Jawas, scavengers that Jaw go around. Jawas are spacefaring, right? They they can get. Oh, I'm assuming go, I mean, so. Yeah, we just never seen their spaceship. Yeah. The coolest part of this entire episode was the first like five minutes, where a bunch of bounty hunters looking to capture the child, still trying to capture the child. By the way, apparently that bounty is still out on Man Mando and the child. Um, they're looking to capture Mando <laughs> on his return to Mos Eisley. And, uh, yeah, how did they figure out where he where he was going? No you know, clue. How did they how did they figure that out? I guess somebody in Moss Eisley saw him leaving, and then uh, you know, they said, "Oh, he's going to this fictitious town, and then we'll get him on the way back if he's not killed by a crate dragon." 
or Tuscan Raiders. You know, there's a lot of confidence that he was going to succeed, that they were there to. And it, I mean, it's kind of a big contradiction, right? If you're confident enough that the Mandalorian can kill a crate dragon, you're, but you're still like, but you're also confident enough that you can take him out. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> That's a good point. Well, he takes out these guys, and uh, when he goes back to Mos Eisley, we get uh, the, the chick again, who cringy as ever. Um, and he gets Amy, another side. Amy Shadaris's character, yes, right. He gets another side. Did you what do you what do you think of that insect? Um, the insect that she was playing the the game with. It's it's Star I, Wars. Fuck it, why not? Like it's. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was. I thought he looked okay. <laughs> it's fine. Star Wars. The pretty good though. But he agrees to take another side quest, which is essentially taking this frog-like creature and her eggs to the moon of Trask, where her husband will fertilize the egg in exchange for information on other Mandalorians, because apparently he's seen them. But yeah. because the eggs are so fucking fragile, they must travel at slow sublight speeds. And on their journey, yeah. they come across an X-Wing fighter patrol for the New Republic, and they force Mando to hide on a nearby icy planet because he is wanted by them for his role in the prison break last season. By the way, I do think it, that the frog character was rather creative. You know, like, we're, we're, so, we're so... In our science fiction, we're so set on these humanoid people, peoples that all have sex the same way humans have sex and mm -hmm. birth children the same way we you know we have children you know it's 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 ridiculous right that that you know they try to have a little explanation for it in star trek with you know the 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 chase episode in tng which is, is also from a, a original series episode but you know it's really just because oh well it's too expensive to really and and takes too much energy to create all sorts of different types of aliens. So we're just going to have everybody look like human beings and and speak like human beings for the most part, you know. And so uh, you know, even though she's like bipedal and all that, I do think you know it's interesting that she has to like bring her eggs to a different planet and have them fertilized in a, in a completely different way that, than humans reproduce, you know? I find it funny that when they're running from the spiders, like she, like a frog, she actually like, you know, run. Oh, like, 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 like Mario in, in uh, Super yeah, Mario 3. Super Mario 3. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, they crash land on this uh, ice planet, and while the Mandalorian fixes the ship, the child stumbles upon numerous eggs inside an ice cave. The eggs soon hatch, revealing a swarm of spider-like creatures. The trio escape mm. back to the Razor Crest, and just when they appear to be doomed, the X-Wing pilots come to their rescue. They explain that because the Mandalorian helped apprehend his accomplices from the prison break, they will drop the Mandalorian's arrest warrant and leave him with a warning. After the Mando finishes the repairs, uh, the Razor Crest takes off and resumes its journey to the moon. So now I'd like to talk about the rebellion and what, like, what exactly happened when they got, he got stopped by the rebellion and what were they looking for and why did he run away well i'm pretty sure they're just patrolling like the mid rim or the outer rim um essentially searching for imperials trying to escape like you know per prosecution for war crimes uh reminds me of the nuremberg trials back in world war ii or at the end of world war ii now 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 keep in mind just a few months ago i mean i i i'm shaky on on mando timeline but Imperials were full out, like taking residence on, 
I guess it wasn't Tatooine, but it was a different planet. Mm -hmm. Okay, so maybe it wasn't near Tatooine. So Tatooine, I guess, is fully under New Republic control. Um, or something. I don't I think know. I don't think the New Republic is in control of Tatooine just yet, um, but they're slowly expanding. But but the but the ice planet, very close by. I guess. Eh, eh, I guess. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I was a little, but the um, it occurred to me the uh, the pilot is the lead in um, the series King, Kim's Convenience. I don't know if you've ever seen Kim's Convenience. I have not, but I do know both those pilots. One of them was John Favreau, and the other guy was, I believe, the um, director for the episode. Oh, really? He Peyton directed. Reed. Well, the um, n the uh, um, let me let me uh, get his name. Now I'm thinking of. I just want everybody to know, Preston has more to talk about this episode than I think anybody else. No, Paul, Paul Sun Hyung Lee. I thought he was the director for this. He might be the director for another episode going forward, but what about him? Oh, well, he's the star of Kim's Convenience, and he was one of the... He oh! Was the, 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 he was like the, the larger Korean um, uh, X-Wing pilot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he has his own series, this Canadian show called Kim's Convenience, where it's about him... And, um, and his family owning a convenience store in in Toronto. Oh, I'm sorry. It uh, wasn't Peyton Reed who was one of the pilots. It was John Favreau and Paul Sung uh, Lee. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I you know I saw him. I was like, that guy looks familiar. And then and of course, like so in you know he he has a a regular Canadian American Canadian American like accent. Um, you know, sorry sorry Canucks, but like. The Canadian and the American American accents are very similar, um, especially the West Coast of of Canada. Like Vancouver is very difficult to differentiate from an American accent. East, more middle of nowhere, it's it's a little more. You get you get the jokes about a boot and all of that. A boot, yeah. But <laughs> but like you know, the, yeah. His, his when when I heard his accent and it was it, it sounded American Canadian. Like, you know, I was like, who is that guy? But because he, he puts on a Korean accent uh, in his show. But, you know, it's funny how many, by the way, how many pilots in Star Wars are fat. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, I guess it's I, they fly around a lot. So, I mean. I guess <laughs> there's not much running needs to, needs to go down. Right. I mean, I guess yeah. They just do. They do. Like you know how car car culture has made Americans like incredibly, incredibly obese. Um, like, like X wing culture in Star Wars <laughs> has made has made has made all of these rebels really big. I, I right. Sure. Why not? I mean, I'm just saying that that you don't run into like in in most Hollywood stuff, right? They get really good-looking people to portray all of the roles. Right? right. Everybody looks like models, right? But in Star Wars, uh, like during the trench run, you, we had that guy Pork Porkum or Porkus Porkins, Porkins. Yeah, he was tubby. And then I want to <laughs> say the 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 guy who in on Hoth, the guy who finds Luke, isn't he? He's a big guy too, right? And I then, don't remember. Oh yeah, the guy who's like, we found him. We found him um, at the beginning of Empire. And then in 
in freaking um, uh, the new trilogy, J.J. Abrams cast, you know, that guy from Alias and, and Heroes, you know. The, his the, his the buddy, cat. I forgot I forgot his name, yeah. like Wexley. Yeah, yeah. And so, and then here, you know, it's, I'm just saying there's, a, it's a high percentage Preston, are of you X-Wing obesity. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> look, I'm not fat shaming. I'm just saying that it's, it's, it's unusual because you don't see it portrayed. And, and John Favreau is pretty big too, right? So, <laughs> I guess. I. Gosh, man. <laughs> this is, this is, this is something, this is, because you don't see, you don't see that many big people. Uh, portrayed in media just because you know they, everybody likes to have the beautiful models portraying everybody but huh these are you know man jesus preston you went down a weird rabbit hole here we, we gotta feel something because there's nothing in this episode <laughs> <laughs> i feel like the episode I mean... <laughs> would have been better because they encounter the ice spiders which apparently is a uh Ice Spiders first appeared in the Ralph McQuarrie concept for I think Empire Strikes Back, where Luke encounters oh, it originally in the the, the the aspect the aspect of them that I really liked was the fact that they kind of had a a drill mouth that came down, mm-hmm. and there's a moment where you see its drill mouth kind of coming down on on Baby Yoda, and and you're like, oh, that must be for like drilling into skulls and scooping out brains, and then later the big one is is about to like drill down on the ship to break in and before, you know, they're, they're ex machina by rebel, by the rebel ex machina. Um, it it got end. very horror esque film, which I like, but I feel like it would have been better had those guys who chased Mando in the very beginning of the episode were also one of the ones chasing Mando into the, this ice planet thing. And like the rest of their group and like the rest of the group goes in there to try to corner Mando and then they all get devoured and eaten by the spiders and Mando has to like run back to the ship and so and so forth. It would have been better yeah, yeah. that way, but we all knew Passenger Woman wasn't going to die. The episode is literally named after her and we knew mm. Baby Yoda was going to survive and of course Mando, but it did look dicey for a minute there, which I did like. It did kind of keep yeah. me in suspense. Well, I I was wondering if they were if he was going to kill because you know he's killed Imperials right and left. I was wondering if he was going to kill Rebels, right? Like that would be an interesting twist. It would. That Mandal- Mandalorian has to sometimes kill Imperials and sometimes kill Rebels, but instead it was like, you know, elbow elbow, we're all good guys. What kind of annoys me is now, now we're in like the Disney universe, of Star Wars, and. Had this been, you know, still under Lucas's control, he would have definitely shot those New Republic pilots down. However, I think it's okay to kill the Empire people because they um, have helmets and they're bad guys. That's right. Stay, stay you, that's right. If you if you can't see someone's face, it's not it's not murder. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> people that wear masks don't have like family and friends that love them. I, you know. Oh, by television rules. I thought you meant that as a rule in general. Okay, <laughs> the television. I was rule. being sarcastic. <laughs> yes, by television rules. If if somebody's wearing a mask, uh, you know, or or some sort of uniform, uh, and, and looks, you know, um, like everybody else, you know, if you, if then it's okay to kill them in a, in a mass in a mass way with no regard for for uh, who they are. Yeah, that's that's the TV role. I, and I like how they literally just went out of their way 
to, like, confirm with him, like, hey, are you that guy who saved this other guy from the prison? Okay, well, we're just here to let you off with a warning. Well, you could have just, like, eh, really? And and he's, like, trying to hide from them, like, okay. So I do think it's really funny that, that they're always, they always have, like, last time on Mandalorian. And I was like, very little has happened plot-wise in Mandalorian. Like, you don't need to have a summary where someone's going to be like, oh, really? Oh, because nothing's freaking happened, okay? So, but they had to bring up that episode in the previously on, you know? Mm-hmm. So that we'd all be like, oh, how did he get a droid on his ship? You know, like, lo and behold, like, we could have just had, like, first of all, had he had just a random damaged droid on the ship, we wouldn't have cared. It would have just been some random piece of junk that was on the ship. Right. But instead, we had to, like, show the scene, like, oh, this is how, um, you know, this, this droid got there that she randomly used in order to communicate. They had to show that. Uh, overall, I thought this episode was incredibly, like, lackluster, kind of pointless, if I if I never saw it, I I if I if I never see this episode again, I wouldn't complain. I wouldn't care. I wouldn't remember, quite <laughs> frankly. And it really annoys me that we waited an entire week for this, for this episode. Eh. Uh, eh. I mean, aren't you looking for some calm? I mean, it's been a hectic, hectic past week. Really? <laughs> aren't you just looking for some calm? No, I kind of wanted some ass-kicking lasers and stormtrooper beating. Like that's what I kind of wanted, you know, to blow sure, off but, some but steam. Sure, but like, but okay. So the uh, we 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 kind of are critical of the Mandalorian for like slow periods of time where they're like flying on speeder bikes, and this one was like all action, 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 action. Right? Mm-hmm. Like it, it had it had beating up the other bounty hunters, the ruffians. It had a a spaceship chase through a canyon and then it had the spiders right so there was like three different acts of action you know all action um it was very video game it was it was so, like everything about the show is so video game but um you know so it was i wouldn't say it was like boring in the traditional sense that nothing was happening on screen but i think you and I are both looking for a little more plot, character development. A lot more fucking plot. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> uh, intricacies in the universe, you know? Like, there hasn't been much, pl- you know, besides, like, a little bit of attachment that the Mando has to the kid, which happened in, like, three episodes. I, like, there hasn't been much development, you know? I and and there's not going to be according to Giancarlo Esposito, who I think he said this like a couple weeks ago. He said how um, once we get to like season three and maybe season four, then we'll start to get answers on what's really going on. Until then, uh, strap in. Oh, jeez, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're slow rolling it. That's why I'm like, why doesn't Disney just release the whole thing? I mean, it, it seems like despite the fact that it, if you release all eight episodes, great, you, you know, you shot your load. Within one week, and people can cancel their Disney Plus uh, free. Uh, I mean, that's exactly why they're released. They, yeah. they, it's Disney Plus has this whole thing on trying to keep everybody going, month to month. You know, like oh, we're releasing Frozen. You know, like 
We're releasing Frozen 2. Oh, well, that gets people in. Up, it's Hamilton. That's going to get people in. Up, Mandalorian's coming up. And that's three months. You got to do three months of, of Disney Plus, you know, to get through that. And so they'll have, and they'll, they'll have something else. I think it's WandaVision after that. So, they, you know, they always have something. They have something to, to keep everybody in. Nah. Once Mandalorian's done, it's WandaVision. So. And once WandaVision is done, I think it's Bad Batch, which is like the Clone Wars spinoff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then once so, that when that's done, I have no idea what's next. I think, I think Falcon that, and the Winter Soldiers. Maybe I think that's on the on the on the front. You know, maybe different stuff. You know, um, Wandavision does look exciting though. Like, are we going to cover that? Because it does look kind of cool. Oh, Wanda, Wandavision looks really cool. Um, so, but they they say Wandavision is also like got to be kind of a prequel to to the uh, the Doctor Strange two. But we'll see how it goes. As well as it should be. But, um, what else? What else did I want to ask you about this episode? Um, yeah, I'd completely forgotten that he was breaking a rebel out of the jail. Did he? No, he broke. He was supposed to go into the jail ship and break out like a criminal using like these three other guys who are, I guess, also criminals. Right. And then I guess it. The ship recorded him trying to keep the. New Republic uh, jailer guy alive, and that's why they let him go with a warning. I guess I don't. I don't. At care. the same time, they didn't help him fix his ship. No, yeah, so I thought like, I thought that was a little dickish. So they just I was kind like, of... I was like, wait, you could you're leaving me to freeze to death, you know, or a good chance to freeze to death. <laughs> like, why even bother killing this spider? I mean, though there was recently a Mister Sunday movies about how Star Wars hates animals. Like, Star Wars is completely about just like just slaughtering animals what do you mean well, like, well the ewoks kind of don't count because they were trying to kill well the you know like the rancor and the and the and the tauntauns and the and the and the the abominable snowman you know mm-hmm. and they just they just slaughter these 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 poor animals that um you know are minding their own business you know there's a lot of pit fighting and a lot of like the, in the star wars universe where where these animals are taken from their natural habitat and forced into pit fights and then just killed by our protagonists. You know, there's, there's a lot. And so this is a case where, like, we landed on this spider's planet, and it's minding its own business, and we come into its lair, start eating its babies, it attacks us, and then we just <laughs> kill it. I think that's the shtick for Baby Yoda this season, is that he just randomly eats things. Like, he ate a lot of that frog lady's, like, eggs... And then he ate that random spider yeah. baby, and then <laughs> yeah, I mean having you know having a baby who's who right now is so my my child is thirteen months at this point, mm. and um, he's very much like Baby Yoda in that you know he, he he walks around and he tries to put everything in his mouth and he tries to eat everything, and so I mean my you know my 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 kid squirms a lot more than Baby Yoda like. Baby Yoda will just sit in Mandalorian's lap, and it's like, nah, my, my little guy squirms around. But, but, the, uh, but it did remind me of that. I was like, oh yeah, no, I could completely imagine a tod, you know, a, a not yet toddler, but a one-year-old, like opening up uh, a, a frog woman's like canister and eating the eggs inside. You can imagine that's that. Com- oh, that's completely, completely <laughs> something my kid would do. Completely. Like he just gets into everything, and open and reaches everything, opens up everything. Yeah. So you know that's accurate. Uh, well. All right. Well, 
I'm sorry, but yeah. there's nothing else here. This episode on Skillful in 10, I would give it a five. Preston, you? Oh. Yeah, about the same. I mean, it was it was it was <laughs> just it was just mindless action. Mindless action. I, I thought there was some real creativity in the frog character and in the and in the spider. And then there her little pool that looked like Pamakale turkey. Um and Pamakale turkey? Oh, Pamakale is this um it's this this white mountain in the middle of nowhere with these like pools. It's very it's very Oh, I see it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I see. I just looked it up. Oh, that's fucking cool. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, yeah, episode meh, whatever. Who fucking cares? Um Preston, thank you for joining me. <laughs> Guys, we will see you next time for some more Mando action and hopefully he fucking does something. All right, have a good one, guys. <laughs> Bye.